Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Welcome along to our look back on some of the best stories from the past week. I'm Brad Hardware and here's what's coming up. The county's newest member of the Upper House of Parliament has been speaking to us about his appointment. We'll hear from the Bishop of Exeter about his ascendancy to the House of Lords. Sewage systems provided by Southwest Water are leaving some East Devon households without toilets. The solution, portable loose, has caused a bit of a bad smell among residents. Tackling antisocial behaviour, protecting the environment and changing the political makeup of a local council. We'll have a roundup of all the things we've seen across Devon this week. And we'll also be taking a look back at the weekend sports fixtures. All that's coming up. Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Now, the county's newest member of the House of Lords has been speaking to Devon Review about his appointment. The Right Reverend Robert Atwell, the Bishop of Exeter, joined Parliament's Upper House last week as one of its Lord's Spirituals. The 26th Church of England bishops who read prayers at the start of each day and debate laws that the government wants to introduce. He spoke to our reporter, Ollie Heptonstall, about his new role. What a privilege to be able to to be a voice uh, for our wonderful county of Devon and also to speak particularly for rural communities and coastal communities who are often undervalued and unnoticed by national government. And if I can contribute to their well-being in any way, it will be a great privilege and a joy for me. And what will your priorities be? I've I've watched your maiden speech where you talked a lot about climate change and you're also the lead bishop on rural affairs, I believe, as well. Yes, well, I mean, there's a very important debate in the House of Lords today about Con 26 and... I mean, that's something that's going to impact just everybody across the whole world. And I think it was really important I offered to speak, make my maiden speech about this because protecting our environment is something that I'm passionate about because it's really important um, for ourselves and for future generations in order that the world may be habitable. And uh, we have a responsibility. It's no good that what's emerging from Glasgow, it doesn't, it's calling for action, not acquiescence. We've got to do something. And so um, it was very good to, to be sharing it in such a significant debate in Parliament today. And you called as well on the government to seize the opportunity during their chairship of the, uh, the COP conference. Well, because, you, well, Ollie, you know, people think, well, it's all over now, Glasgow's all over. No, it's only just begun. I mean, yes. the thing is that the United Kingdom is in the chair for a whole year. Um, and then we hand over to Egypt. So this is a really important thing for the government to seize the opportunity and to be exercising real international leadership. Uh, I think that's really important. Um, and of course, if we're going to have leadership, then it's important that our own nation should be walking the talk ourselves. And in the end, that comes, of course, down to every single one of us. And did you ever envisage being in the Houses of Parliament at any stage? Never in the months of Sunday. So, I, you know, I, I was born and brought up in, in Essex on the edge of East London, of London. I went to comprehensive school. If you'd asked me at the age of when I was doing my GCSEs that you'll end up, I would have laughed at your face. No, never in a month of Sundays. Um, which is why it is a great privilege. And actually, the extraordinary thing is in the little time, and it really is a little, all of a few days that I've witness its workings. I'm amazed by the diversity of the membership of the Lords, um, the very good gender balance that is here, but also people of, of a real cross-section and including people of other faiths. Um, and it gets a, means that there's a real sense of conversation here. People 
people bring in their knowledge, their expertise, and their experience from whole different works of walks of life. That makes for a very rich mix, uh, which therefore I hope will bring some distill some wisdom to the government as it legislates. Because as you know, the um, the House of Commons is the base of legislation. The purpose of the House of Lords is to be scrutinising it, um, and that's uh, getting that balance right is really important. The Right Reverend Robert Atwell speaking to Ollie Hepton still there. Sport on the Devon Review. Here's Paul Nero with the roundup. Devon's football teams had mixed fortunes at the weekend. Plymouth Argyle were beaten 2 0 by Charlton Athletic but remain top of League One. Exeter City consolidated their place in the automatic promotion places of League Two after their 2 1 defeat of Carlisle and it marked their 20th game unbeaten two in the National League. Torquay lost to Barnet 2 1. In rugby, a youthful Exeter Chiefs team suffered a heavy loss in the Premiership Cup, losing to Gloucester 45-19. Chiefs star Stuart Hogg had a better weekend, though, becoming Scotland's top try scorer of all time with his 25th. But it wasn't a good weekend for Plymouth Albion in League One. They didn't put a point on the board in their 17-0 home defeat to Cambridge. Sport on the Devon Review. Tackling antisocial behaviour, protecting the environment and changing the political makeup of a local council. These are all things that we've seen in some parts of Devon this week. With a roundup, here's Philip Cherm. Starting over in Oakhampton, it seems antisocial behaviour is on the rise. West Devon councillors were discussing a report by South Devon and Dartmoor Community Safety Partnership which showed an increase in referrals of a third since last year. In the 13th month period from the 1st of September 2020 until the 30th of September 2020, that amounts to 29 referrals into the antisocial behaviour escalation process. But the spike is said to revolve around a series of incidents by just one small group of young people in Oakhampton. Those numbers may not be big, but the councillors say they're determined to reduce them further. In Plymouth, important environmental issues are on the agenda. Three motions brought by Plymouth Labour councillors and aimed at protecting ecology and the city have been brought before the full council. Among the issues, they want Plymouth Sound to be recognised as a key area and that the waters, both marine and in rivers, are clean and discharges are reduced. And they want the council to ask South West Water what its plans are to stop sewage discharge into the coastal waters and rivers. But it's not just local. The motions ask Plymouth City Council and councils around the UK to endorse moves which recognise the importance of the world ocean for climate change and the role that local and national governments need to play. And people in West Devon have a new councillor. Voters in the Beerferrers Ward elected Conservative Alison Blackman to serve on the 31-member council. She won by just one vote and joins 15 other Conservatives, which now gives the party overall control of the council. The position became vacant following the resignation of former Liberal Democrat councillor Robin Musgrave in September, who stepped down due to health reasons. Alison Blackman had 362 votes, just one ahead of her nearest rival, Labour's Isabel Saxby. At just 20, she was the youngest candidate. There had been speculation about how the Conservatives would fare after it was revealed that the local MP for Torridge and West Devon, the Conservatives' Sir Geoffrey Cox, was paid almost 900000 to work in the British Virgin Islands. In the end, it seemed to have had little impact on voters. Liberal Democrats came third and the Greens came fourth. Philip Cherm there. Now, some East Devon residents have found themselves in the lurch without toilets because of problems with South West Water 
Water's sewage systems. The solution, portable loos, has not left everyone impressed. Southwest Water has been criticised for offering portable loos to residents in East Devon, left without working toilets because of problems with the company's sewers. Cliss and Mary has been flooded with sewage 11 times since the start of this year. Some residents are thought to have been left unable to use their toilets for more than 60 hours at a time. Southwest Water have asked the local parish council to send it a list with all the properties that have been left unable to use their toilets. The company promised to provide portable, camping-like toilets as a short-term solution. East Devon District Councillor Mike Howe said the situation was hard to believe, belonging more to the 19th century than 2021. Council Howe wants all development in the west end of East Devon to be halted until Southwest Water sorts out its sewage problems. Councillor Howe and East Devon MP Simon Jupp recently met with executives at Southwest Water. The company has promised to provide monthly updates on sewage problems in the area. Southwest Water has faced severe criticism lately for dumping raw sewage into the UK's waterways, carrying out 42,000 raw sewage discharges in 2020 alone. When asked about the sewage problems facing East Devon and the proposed portable toilet solution, Southwest Water apologised to residents and said they were committed to finding a permanent solution. That's Joe Ives talking about the loo crisis in East Devon. That's all for the Devon Review this week. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get to your podcasts and we'll be back with another episode next Monday. Take care. Devon Review with Brad Hardware.